I feel like I look like Harry Houdini. <laughs> <laughs> Do I look a little like Harry Houdini? Um, I'm sorry. I just noticed you have a glass of water sitting on top of a journal next to you in the bed, and you have to move that. It's going to spill. Where it's I not going to spill. Yes, it is. I promise you that water is not going to spill. That's what I thought before I spilled water right before we started recording, remember? You spilled water on the floor and you kicked it over. This is su- this is so uninteresting. Spill. They're going to hate this. Fine, I'm going to sleep because I'm mad. But you didn't answer my question. Do I look like Harry Houdini? Yes, you do. <laughs> Who, interestingly enough, was one of my childhood crushes. Harry Houdini? Yeah. Harry Houdini? Yeah, I did a book report on him once. We had to pick like our favorite quote-unquote celebrity and I picked Harry Houdini. I love you falling in love with the subject of your book report. (laughs) Harry was born in 1920. That is something a nerdy girl would do. Boy, I wish I was there. Yeah. (laughs) Well, anyway, good night, Noah. Abracadabra, bitches. It's the Bedtime Podcast. Let's just do that one more time. It's the best. Stop changing the key. Okay. I don't. If you're going to change the key, you have to tell me what key you're going in. Okay. You start saying, tell me what, like. Just let me start and you join. Okay. No, we'll just do a practice and then we'll do a real one in the same key. It's the bedtime podcast. Okay. Ready? It's the bedtime podcast. Well, welcome back to town, Nam. Thank you, guys. I just uh, I did a festival this weekend, the Laughing Skull Comedy Festival. It was in Atlanta, first time in Atlanta. Any opinions on Atlanta? Um, you know, Wait, I better or worse than Denver? Oh, it's much better than Denver. Again, my biggest problem with Denver is it just like it's so spread out. I can't believe we're talking about Denver again. <laughs> we're back. On. I'm obsessed. <laughs> um. No, it just Denver just doesn't feel like a, a like a uni- united city. It's so spread out and it's just not very like not very cute. Atlanta is a true city, like very concentrated and you know, um it's really beautiful and it's so green. Oh, I like that. I like that. Truly so green and Denver didn't have a ton of trees. I'm back on Denver. <laughs> um so it's better than Denver. The flora and fauna of Denver was disappointing how was so it was good in atlanta it was good and like while i was there i kept forgetting that i was in in the south because it feels like like an east coast city and it is an east coast city but it's it really is in the south like i went on saturday i was in a bar and there were like a bunch of alabama fans watching the alabama football game Mm -hmm. and these people were fucking maniacs these are the craziest fucking fans. I was having a, an anxiety attack my entire time in that fucking bar. Why? Because they're like getting these people. They are so used. You know, they're one of the most dominant football programs ever. They're so they're so used to winning. And this year they've kind of taken a little bit of a step back mm-hmm. and you can feel the frustration in the fans. And it's coming out in this very toxic aggro way at this bar and I was honestly, I really was the small, a very small version of myself because I just, I did not want to start any fight or anything. Like at one point, we're not going to talk about Israel, but at one point in the middle of this Alabama game, me and my friend who's also Jewish are talking about Israel and Palestine in 
this bar of Alabama fans. And one of the Alabama fans overhears it and goes, hey, you guys talking about Israel-Palestine right now? Oh, God. And we were like, oh, yeah. And he was like, oh, are one of you from there? And I was like, no. And then I, like, shut that down because I was like, I'm not engaging. Let's just keep watching the game. So, yeah, it's really – it's truly a southern city. Um, but I liked it. I, I liked it a lot. I really did. And obviously the comedy festival went really well. And Sid doesn't want me to talk about it because she thinks you guys are going to think I'm bragging. Um, Literally all week and he was like, I crushed. I killed. It's just hard because which I like hearing, but like I don't need him to brag to you guys. We don't need to brag about how funny Noah is. If you're listening to the podcast, you know. Well, thanks, Sid. Yeah, but it's also like more than like I like telling you that because I really just want to justify my existence to you. Oh my god, you don't have to. That's terrible. Well, it's just like no, I want you to like understand how like. You're not there, so I need you to, like, really understand. I supported you going. I know, but, like, I just really wanted you to understand how hard I crushed on Saturday. You didn't even have to crush to justify going. Like, you're allowed to do fun stuff. Yeah, but I just wanted you to know how hard I crushed, so I kept saying it over and over again. Okay. I just don't think everything we do as humans need to be justified from, like, a work perspective either. No, I know I don't have to justify it, but I want to. I want... I want you to know that you are married to a fucking winner. Look, as long as you're paying for my lifestyle, you don't need to justify anything for me. I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking, but I look, I had a girl at, while I was working today. She came up. She wanted to read my chart. Um, She read it and part of it says I need to admit and accept that i like the nicer things and part of me getting the nicer things is i have to admit i like them so i'm openly admitting that i like fancy stuff what <laughs> they're gonna understand what are you talking about you like the fancy stuff i like fancy stuff what's so <sighs> what all i'm hearing is we're about to spend more money than no. we have. That's all I'm hearing. No, but it did say generosity is the key to my success. What are you talking about right now? Are you not understanding or are you I upset? obviously understand what you're telling me. I'm upset. Why are you upset? Because I thought we were minimalists. We are, but my chart said I need to not be so frugal. What do you, so what <laughs> what do you want to do? Nothing. I'm just saying. What do you have what do you want that you don't have? Nothing. That's the thing. I'm just going to stop living, you know, uh, lying to myself that I don't want the finer things. Noah just had to cut out a fight that ended in him saying you married a jester, not a king. <laughs> All because I said I wanted the finer things in life. I'm just saying I didn't <laughs> understand what that meant. Okay. I'm with it. I think what it means is, what does it mean? Tell, let's tell them. We have the same opinion on the finer things in life, I, which are. That's what I was worried, yeah, that, our, no. that your finer things and my finer things have changed. No. And I think finer things is a proxy battle for, for morals and ethics and, and, and what we believe in. Our finer things are skiing, which is absurdly expensive. I would like to be able to do that. So, yeah, that's a finer thing. And having a cow... <laughs> You, this woman, <laughs> this woman is breaking my balls. 
You're breaking my balls. That's why when you freaked out about me saying I wanted the finer things, I was like, no, I just mean a cow. <laughs> but this is, you expect me, said you go out into the world and you consume everything. That's you. And I love that about you. You consume everything. You take it in and you spit it out into your language. And and sometimes you're, a lot of the times your language is my language, but sometimes I'm just like, I don't know what, what does that mean? What are, What is that word in place of? But you know the finer things to me means two Highland cows. I said well before I meant two so they can keep each other company when I'm not around. First off, when, when people say they want the finer things in life, <laughs> I don't think anyone's talking about a Highland cow. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. One of your friends from college sent me a video of two Highland cows in a crib today. <laughs> All right. Speaking of of not the finer things, I got a hotel room for this f- festival. No, it cheaped out, and he got a bad hotel room. Why you gotta come now? Because <laughs> I was worried you weren't gonna say it was a cheap hotel. I'm gonna tell them everything. Okay, fine. <laughs> I don't hide anything. Okay, so talk about your cheap hotel. <laughs> so I had a hotel room with a friend Friday and Saturday, but I had to go Thursday night. So I got my own hotel room. I was gonna pay it all myself. So I really was like, I'm going to try to get something between $100 and $150. And I got a room at a Motel 6 in downtown Atlanta. My Lyft driver said, quote, I did not know this hotel even existed. And that's really never a good sign about how a hotel is doing or a motel. I think I was like the only person staying in the motel. Truly, I, I didn't see, an, see another person besides the woman checking me out who was behind Bulletproof Glass. No. Yeah, the woman the, the woman checking me in was behind Bulletproof Glass. <laughs> and uh, I get to my hotel room and, you know, it's fine, but it's like it, the whole thing is popcorn. Ugh. Popcorn walls, popcorn ceilings. Popcorn walls, that's a new low. Yeah, popcorn walls, popcorn ceilings. There's pop actual popcorn in the chair on the floor. No. And as soon as I got there, ripped the bed covers off, checked for bed bugs. And, you know, that I didn't find any. Later that night, I get back and I spend, I'm not kidding, another 60 minutes checking for bed bugs. And I'm proud of you. I, I really was ferocious about it. Well, I was like, if you 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 can't come back with bed bugs. If you get bed bugs, you ain't coming back. This might be dramatic, but to me, bed bugs are the worst thing that could ever happen to me. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of agree. Like there, I I don't know why, but I don't know. I know a lot of people have had bed bugs, and they're all like, it's not a big deal. Oh, I know people who've had bed bugs, and they're like, it's horrible. Yeah, I guess that's what who I know more of, too. Yeah, like, no, it's very awful. And as people who have lived through a roach infestation, another infestation, I'm just hoping you don't you don't go through two infestations in a lifetime. You know, we're a one infestation per lifetime family here. That's yeah, what I'm hoping. Yeah, I mean, come on, God. You got to give it. You got to give us two infestations. Yeah, I think we're a one infestation per lifetime family is what I'm hoping for. I just like the idea of just laying in bed and things crawling on you. Oh, are you what? This is this out is out of control. It's it's the story of nightmares and that they're hard to get rid of. It's just it's too much to handle. Are they hard to get rid of? Yeah. And the other thing is, so 
to there's a big infestation in Paris right now and so I'm going to con school in France and you know if it's not better I'm absolutely not going um but what I will say about the infestation in Paris is that I did enjoy that it was over fashion week because I find fashion week to be pretty annoying just like the elite and the fanciest clothes it's bad for the fucking environment like we don't need new clothes this often like we don't need the designers making this many clothes i think fashion week would be more exciting if it was once every two years like the olympics oh my god i need to pitch this to someone well yeah if you did the olympics like summer fashion week winter fashion week winter clothes summer clothes every two years it Uh just would be better for the planet and it's also just like a bunch of rich, skinny people like romping around Paris, New York. Like also, why are there so many? Ro- there's a Milan. There's a Paris. There's a New York. I'm like, we need to chill, guys. Less fashion. Honestly, I think fast fashion should be illegal. Well, yeah, I do too. Fast there's, fashion is bad. I mean, we there are so many clothes on the planet right now. I know. Once again, I shop secondhand. So. Just shop secondhand. Yeah. Well, not yeah. everyone wants to do that. But which you can- I get. But then it's just like... If you're going to shop firsthand, I think you should just have to spend more so that you buy less. Yeah, you buy better quality. Yeah, better quality. But anyways, it's tough out there. Yeah. So, I mean, I really I I was I hated myself in that moment, like spending another hour before bed checking for bed bugs. Well, you had to. I mean, I checked everywhere. I mean, and then I and then I looked at the tag of the bed and the bed had just been like purchase purchase and manufactured a month ago that's pretty good so i was like i mean it's very unlikely that there would be bed bugs and i woke up the next morning and there were no bed bug bites there were no bed bug bites there were no bed bug bites on my little bed bug butt there were no bed bug bites on my bed bug butt (laughs) (laughs) i mean don't you i mean i really think the bed bugs would be I mean, I, I can't think of anything worse that could happen to me. Uh, like, until one of our parents <laughs> dies, yeah. Ugh. It's just so... It's just violating. It's awful. To be in bed, comfy and asleep, and feel... I don't think you can hear them. No, that's the sound they made. They go... They don't make sound. They go... They're not little Adam Sandler bed bugs. No. Could you imagine looking down? I also, it's like do a Neil Diamond bed bug. That's more like Leonard Cohen. Yeah. And I'm on it. It's like that's Bob Dylan. I'm a bed bug and I'm in your bed. I'm in your bed. Do Bruce Springsteen bed bug. I'm in your bed. I'm a bed bug. I'm crawling in your bed. I think this is it. The screen door slammed. I'm in your bed. (laughs) I'm going down, up and down your leg, taking little bites. I'm a bed bed. Oh, I'm a little bed bug. I'm in your bed and I'm a bug. Let me suck on your blood. Oh, 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 I'm a bed bug. I'm a bed bug. I'm a bed bloody bug. 
You're gonna try to get me away, but I won't leave you bad, bad, because I'm a bad oh, no. bug. Okay. Still Bruce Springsteen. That went on for too long. Okay, wait. I want to do <laughs> Neil you, Diamond. You have one more. I think I want to do Neil Diamond. We're driving this bit to the ground. Yeah. Go for it. Dream of only beds. <laughs> I'm a bed, bed bug. That's what I am, Betty Boogie. Betty Boogie. Okay. <laughs> what about Cat Stevens? Cat Stevens. Um, I listen to the bed, to the bed of my bug. <laughs> uh, it's not time for bed bugs. No bed bugs, but there are bed bugs in the bed. Uh, I see one. Okay, who's this? <laughs> who's this? I am a bed and I'm in the bug. I'm a bed bug. S swimming in the sheets. I'm a bed bug. And I bite and I bite and I draw blood and I'm a bed bug. Uh, what's her name? Joni Mitchell. Oh, yeah. Mm, sitting on the sheets, I'm a, I'm a bed bug, I'm a bed bug, bed and bug. Mm, sucking on your blood, sucking on your blood, sucking on your blood. I could drink a case of blood. Oh, I'm a bed bug. Oh. What about that? <laughs> What about this? What a... <laughs> Where are you? I'm a bed bug. I cannot sleep until you're in my bed. I'm gonna suck your blood. Wait, are bed bugs like vampires? <laughs> okay, who am I? Bed bug high in the quiet of the night, you know that I suck it. <laughs> <laughs> bad, bad bug, tiny bug. <laughs> Taylor Swift. Yeah. All right. So, um. <laughs> Have you guys shut off the pod yet? Life is a big hold bed. Every bug must stay in the bed. I hear you call my name. I'm a little bed bug. <laughs> you know, our friend Jack Robichaud has a great bit about bed bugs. What is it? How he got bed bugs once and he just like, he was like, I think the bit's like, you know, if you just don't do anything about it, they just leave. <laughs> <laughs> that is insane because he has been dating my friend Caitlin Tanimoto for the past three and a half years and she's the cleanest person I've ever met we'll post the, that clip in the show notes I'm sure so he posted it funny. we'll post it it's very funny Jack Robichaud you guys should follow him that's so, um, that's so funny anyways no bed bugs we live to fight another day but <laughs> But we will f we will start a GoFundMe if we get bed bugs. You know it. And if you don't <laughs> donate, I'll kill you. It'll be for around I don't know. How do you get how much does it cost to get rid of bed bugs? Thirty thousand dollars? Two hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh wow, Cindy Noah bought a house. How'd that happen? Guys, I wanna tell this story. Before we got red, Noah wanted to talk about like how much we would spend if like the dog got sick, um, before we would put her down. 
And he was like, so how much do you think it would be appropriate to spend? And I was like, I don't know, (laughs) (laughs) $200,000. And I stand by it. I mean, it's a ridiculous conversation because you get pet insurance and you never have to spend that much. Yeah. I, what did I say? Like a thousand? I think he said like, I don't know, a couple hundred <laughs> <laughs> before he met Red. And her death cost $10,000. Yeah. I, I, it costs like six grand, but we only, we're on the hook for like two. So yeah. Anyway, I like all this, all the singing we did because it segues to the next subject. Karaoke. Oh, yeah. So we did karaoke and at the after party of the festival. You won't shut up about the festival. I really, first off, it was singing karaoke was, I mean, it was one of the greatest things I've ever done. This like particular karaoke. Wait, I want to do Mariah Carey's bed box. No. <laughs> give me your blood. Give me your blood. Give me your blood. Give me your blood. Oh, you look so good. I just want your blood. I'm a little bug and I want your blood. Okay. I think what's also very funny about the bit is picturing those people like their faces of oh. bed bugs, <laughs> like a little Mariah Carey bed bug, and then like little Mariah Carey dancers, little Mariah Carey bed bug dancers behind her. A little bed bug in those rainbow panties Mariah Carey's wearing <laughs> on the cover of that album. Okay. Okay. Karaoke. Um, but what was so cool about it is, so they did the karaoke like on one of the stages. Mm-hmm. And they had a big giant, you know, screen behind yeah. you projected on it. So like, you know, it was a huge space that we turned into a dance floor. So mm-hmm. like everyone could like sing together. Oh, that's so fucking fun. Yeah, like everyone was singing and I sang Higher by Creed. Of course. And that is such a good karaoke song. It brought Sid, I'm serious. Like I told you, I crushed my set. Mm-hmm. I can't. I annihilated. Higher by Creed. Yeah, I feel like really like manly songs do really well at karaoke, and then like really girly songs do really well at karaoke. I don't know what's in the middle of that. No, I I think it's because you. It's fun to be like ironic yeah. together. Yeah. Like everyone was like, for the most part, I I didn't even sing the words to Higher. Like the entire time, I was just like. Yeah, I that's a good one. Yeah. Yeah, and everyone was... A manly song or a girly song? Like singing like Fleetwood Mac, boring choice. Actually, someone sang Dreams, very fun. Okay. Not as much fun as someone singing What's Up by Four Non Blondes. Exactly. Um, Because, that, I mean, that chorus is unbelievable. To sing that together. Is that the one who's like, So I ran and I said, I am a bug and I'm a little bug and a bad, bad bug and I sing at the top of my bed. Where is that blood? And I'm a bad bug, a bad bug. You know what I just pictured? I'm a bad, bad bug. Have you seen the that music video? No. The girl's wearing like, it's like a little, it's like a white woman. She's wearing like, she, what's that style where it looks, it's like futuristic but old fashioned? I've literally pop been. punk or something punk. Like, ugh. I don't know. It's like train conductors. Steampunk. Steampunk. <laughs> yeah, she's like. <laughs> it's like train conductors. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> So she's dressed like a steampunk lady 
And I was just when I was singing, I was picturing like her head on a bed bug on a melon top. <laughs> <laughs> also, you describing steampunk as like old fashioned but futuristic. <laughs> well, whenever they like cut to the future in movies, I feel like everyone's dressed like steampunk. What is steampunk? What is that? I think it's like train. <laughs> Sleepy had sound off in the comments. <laughs> so, anyways, it was so much fun. Like the karaoke. I mean, I really like people were coming up to me and they were like, I mean, like that was that was incredible. Like no one won't stop bragging about <laughs> Atlanta. I was amazing at comedy. You wouldn't believe how good I was at karaoke. That's so funny. You wouldn't believe how good I was at checking my bed for bed bugs. <laughs> um, I also I sang "Be Our Guest." Oh, that's it was, such a good song. It was so fun. Because someone's oh. saying, I want to be a Lion King. You mean or, just, I just can't wait to be king? Yep. I want to be a little bug, a little bed bug. Okay, it's getting tired. Okay, sorry. Um, <laughs> it's getting tired. <laughs> it is getting tired. Um, But uh, so I was like, oh, be a guest, bed bug. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I love Be Our Guest. One of my fave songs. You know why I like that song so much, too? Why? Because it has so many parts. Oh, yeah. It's excellent. He um, Where Beauty and the Beast takes place is where my family from is from in France. So, not to brag, but that movie just means <clears throat> so much to me. Yeah, I mean, it's a cartoon. It's made up, but sure. You, you could claim it. <laughs> I'm claiming Beauty and the Beast as part of my culture, my heritage. <laughs> Beauty and the Beast, yeah, that's kind of about my family. <laughs> yeah, my great-grandpa <laughs> was a prince who was turned into a big hairy beast because he was mean to a homeless lady. Yeah, and my uncles were a china set. <laughs> <laughs> my dog, an ottoman. Okay. <laughs> okay, is that what the dog in the... Yeah. Why an ottoman? Why not just a regular dog? He's an ottoman, and when he gets turned into... When they all get turned into furniture, he gets turned into an ottoman. Oh, all the talking pieces in were turned into that yeah there's like a curse on the house yeah what's the curse from he was rude to a homeless lady the beast <laughs> no <laughs> the prince was rude to a homeless lady and so she turns out to be like a sorceress or whatever and she turns everyone in the house into furniture and she turns him into a big beast yeah okay it's actually a beautiful story <laughs> um well, well so Noah's pointing to something that I wrote down about karaoke. And what I wanted to say about karaoke was it's actually one of the few activities I enjoy that I like leaving the house for. Because I love to sing, as you all know. And I love when someone puts the words on the screen. Because I don't... Actually, I know the words to a lot of songs. You'd, you'd say that's one of my skills, wouldn't you? I actually say that's a strength of yours, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think you should talk about it in interviews. <laughs> What's my strength? I know... Pretty much every word to every song. You really do know the wor words to songs, and I'm like, I, why would you know this? Yeah. I have a really good memory. You know, like, every Eminem lyric. Yeah. Well, I have a really good memory for stupid stuff that's never going to help me, and then, like, important things that Noah and I discuss, I forget in an instant. Yeah. Um, yeah, I like it, too. I, I really... <sighs> we should do it for your birthday. Hey, now. You're hey an all-star. This yeah, is let what maybe dreams are made of. Well, okay. I the only thing they have karaoke at prime. I like prime time for Would karaoke. You get a room at a karaoke like K Town place. That's kind of fun. Yeah. Okay. To be continued. TBT. Um, I mean to be TBC to be continued. Okay, so all right. So this speaking of cultural uh things that have made an impact on the culture culture, like 
like Beauty and the Beast. Very important. Sid, take it away. This week, Noah and I watched a movie that I've been wanting to watch since I was a little girl, The Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I'd never seen it because I was always scared, um, even though I love horror. For some reason, there's a couple horror movies that just really, they look too scared for me to watch. And I watched it. Not scary. I thought it was actually very funny. And then later I found out that the director also thought it was a comedy. He thought he was making a comedy. And Wait, was, really? Yeah. And he was very disappointed that everyone thought it was a horror movie. So Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2 is actually very funny because he leaned in even further. I mean, how could he have thought it was a comedy? Like the way it's shot and edited. Did he find out in the edit? Maybe. I, mean, I don't know the full story, but I know he thought it was a comedy, which I think is so funny. I mean, there's no way he thought that final product was a comedy. I don't know. The movie ends with Leatherface dancing with a chainsaw. <laughs> It is very, it's like, why is that, the, what, what, why is that happening? It's incredible. I thought the movie was so good. And the whole time I just kept screaming, screaming, you go girl, you go Leatherface. <laughs> because if you watch the movie from the perspective of Leatherface, it's a more enjoyable watching experience. Yeah. I mean, I think Leatherface is the hero of that movie. I agree. You know, Leatherface is first off in a terrible family environment. Yeah. He's abused. Abusive dad crazy brother like totally bipolar manic depressive brother scary ass grandpa leatherface is tasked with doing everything around the house all the chores cooking cleaning if you think about it leatherface is like a cinderella story it really is i'm pretty sure cinderella was inspired by the texas chainsaw massacre i think cinderella came first but texas chainsaw massacre definitely stole from cinderella <laughs> and you'll be hearing from my lawyers <laughs> i mean like Leatherface is doing all the cooking. Mm -hmm. Yes, it's human meat, but it's okay, mm -hmm. right? It's human meat, right? I think so. And then all, all the, the cleaning, cleaning, which you're not doing a very good job, sweetie. That house was disgusting. All the decorating, also horrific taste. Yeah, I wouldn't put you know human remains around the house, no. but you do, you do you. You do you, sweetie. Also trying to fill a motherly role by. Seemingly dressing up like a woman. Yeah, the grandma wig, putting makeup on the Leatherface. I mean, a lot is on Leatherface's shoulders. And to be honest, also another responsibility Leatherface was doing, protecting the home. Yeah. Those kids came into Leatherface's home. He seemed really like upset and nervous, especially after the second killing. He's very stressed out. He was just protecting his home. Like, okay, could... Leatherface have de-escalated things a bit and, and not used a, a chainsaw to defend himself? Sure. <laughs> but, you know, you do you. I mean, you're in the you're in the middle of nowhere, Texas. If all you got is a chainsaw, you're going to use a chainsaw. Yeah. Obviously, the movie has some very upsetting scenes, but overall, I did not find it scary. I found it more funny, and I highly recommend watching it from the POV of Leatherface is the hero. Yeah, it's very fun to think about Leatherface as the hero. Yeah. Be honest, and I don't even think about it. I really think other. I, full stop. Leatherface is the hero of that movie. And I think that's the story, Cooper or Dennis Cooper, whatever the name of the director is, was trying to tell. Yeah. Creepy, creepy dad. Leatherface's dad is horrible. And horrible. His, his brother was my least favorite character. I think the thing I hated the most. I hate a coward. I do too. Leatherface is doing all of the all of the work around the house. Yeah, afraid of nothing. Well. No, afraid of everything. Afraid of everything. But the dad is the one ordering it and kind of like 
standing aside and watching these things happen, not taking part in any of it. Yeah, making him do it. Yeah, and complaining. Such a complainer. How come you can't kill them quicker? So awful. <laughs> anyway, highly recommend. But it's a great movie. And I actually, I thought it to be, I thought it was very scary. Well, I have tougher skin than Noah. Very creepy. Um, you could call me Leatherface with how tough my skin is. And very disturbing. It's very disturbing. <laughs> you were like, you didn't think it was disturbing at all. You just said it wasn't. I said it wasn't scary. I didn't say it wasn't disturbing. You think something can be not scary, but disturbing? Yeah. Yeah, okay. I get A that. lot of your friend's behavior disturbs me. <laughs> okay. But it doesn't scare me. Um, But um, great movie. I give it a 8 out of 10. Wow. I give it a four out of four and a half. Okay, it's a weird grading scale, but you do you, honey. Um, what kind of, what are your favorite types of horror movies? Like not like what are your favorite horror movies? What are your favorite like what's what's like a plot that you really like? I've been thinking about that lately because I'm watching so many horror movies and I've decided I mean, I love a slasher. So like yeah, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Friday the thirteenth. Um, why why is that called a slasher? Because it's like someone going around with a knife slashing people. It's like gory. Them. Yeah, like Scream. Not so much gory, because I wouldn't really call Scream gory, but slasher, like they're literally slashing into you with a knife. So the, only, the distinction of a slasher movie is the villain literally uses a knife to kill. Yeah, like running around, like killing people like that. Interesting. Um... I'd say my favorite like type of horror movie is based in reality. Mm-hmm. Like Seven. Ugh, Would yeah. you call that a horror movie? Uh, I'd call it a thriller. Yeah, but like anything based in reality, like Conjuring to me is the perfect horror movie. That's not based in reality. But it's so, the way it's shot, I guess it's just so grounded. Like that movie is very grounded. Yeah. I find like. It comes from a grounded place. Those characters are, the performances are small and like, it's like a really well-made movie. It's not very big. Do you know what I mean? Like, Yeah. So you also would maybe like Babadook. I've seen Babadook. Yeah. yeah. So that's a, I feel like that's a comp for The Conjuring. Yeah. But it's kind of elevated because it's that monster. And the monster's like, when it comes on screen, it's like very silly to me. Yeah. It's just like a big man in a hat. <laughs> Yeah, it's like what a big bowler hat. I really like that movie. I, I like that movie too, but like the Conjuring is cool is because because you like never even see the monster in the Conjuring, right? You just see like well, you dead up- ghosts. Yeah. I also I like all I like when a horror movie is based on something that really happened. Yeah. Um, which the Conjuring is based on something that really happened. Whether what happened it was actually real. Yeah, the or- ghost hunters in that movie are real. Ed and Lorraine. What are their names? Wilson. Newman, Newman, something like that. Some I don't of them shit like that. Um, but yes, yeah, so I like I like horror movies that are based in reality. Um, I like An Exorcist. You know, oh, I love a posse- An Exorcist, a possession movie. Well, so that's The Conjuring. Is yeah, a possession. and so is Babadook. Yeah, but like you know, I kind of do like monster movies too. I love a monster. I'm trying movie. to think of a horror monster movie I love. Tremors. Tremors to me is like an action comedy. Yeah, it wasn't very scary when I watched it, which was disappointing. Was it? Was it? Did you think it was going to be scary? Yeah, that's why I watched it. Oh no, it's not a scary movie. I would never. It's more of like a. It's more like a monster movie in the way like Lake Placid is a monster movie, but I wouldn't call Lake Placid a horror movie. Yeah, no, I wouldn't either. Um, would you call Arachnophobia a horror movie? Yeah, 
Yeah, I like that movie a lot. But uh, it's all that is also kind of cartoonish. Yeah, I mean, a big spider. How could it not be? But it, but it, but it, but <laughs> it's good because you know, Steven. That's like a really, like Steven Spielberg, right? That's a Steven Spielberg movie, right? I don't know. I'm pretty sure it is. Amblin. I don't know. Um, sound off in the comments. Um, but I'm trying to think of a horror monster movie that I really, really love. Like The Ring is not a monster movie, but The Ring is. I love that. Movie. One of my favorite horror movies. Me too. We should watch the Japanese one. Oh, The Ring is so creepy. I love The Ring. That's been one of my favorite movies since I was like 12 years old. I remember the first time I saw The Ring, I was with an older family friend and she was like, I'm letting you know, like, this movie is really, really scary. It's very disturbing. And I was like, fine. Watched the first five minutes and I begged them to shut it off. Yeah, it was really. I saw The Ring 2 in theaters at like 13 years old. And then I saw the, which is not as scary as the first one. And then I saw The Ring 1 at my my best friend Wynn Taylor's house because she had a movie theater in her house. And it was so fucking cool. So we'd watch movies in there. Yeah. And sleep in there. Yeah. Um, but Talk about the finer things. <laughs> she also had a hammock room. It was crazy. Just a room of hammocks? Yeah. They How had like five kids. So like you really need a lot of activities in that house. How many hammocks did they have? There were like four hammocks in the room. It was crazy. That's very weird. They were really rich. You know the Carrier Dome at Syracuse? Mm -hmm. Her dad was from like the Carrier Air Conditioning family. Wow. Yeah. Um. Well, I'm getting pretty tired. You are? Yeah. And. I think next week's episode is going to be pretty cool because we're going to celebrate our six-year anniversary this week. Yeah. And a little teaser, we're going to tell you guys how we met. Whoa. Sid, are you into anything this week? Um. Oh, my God. So I bought a mortar and pestle. Um. Talk about the finer things. And I <laughs> ripped up cilantro, like a full bunch of cilantro, a couple heads of garlic, olive oil, salt, just mashed the shit out of it in there. Put it in my beans. So good. But you could also just put it in chicken broth or veggie broth. Piece of toast and an egg. That would be good too. Um, Or dip some bread in it. Ugh. Yum. That's what I'm into. Yeah. What are you into? Karaoke. Pretty good. I'm going to tell you all the songs I sang for karaoke one more time. I'm so tired. Higher. Creed. Be Our Guest by Beauty and the Beast. Um... Dancing in the Dark, Bruce Springsteen. And then I sang Valerie by Amy Winehouse. That night I, I chose Valerie. I switched the song three times. Jesus Christ. First it was 3AM by Matchbox 20. Then it was Unwell by Matchbox 20. Then it was Valerie. I'm not crazy. I'm just a little bad bug. I know <laughs> I like to suck blood, but stay while. Okay. By the way, Sid. <gasps> I didn't spill it. I'm so thirsty. I didn't spill the water. I need water. We need water before bed. But we're actually going to Patreon before we go to bed. So if you're a real sleepyhead, you'll join our Patreon and listen to what we're talking about this week, which is Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey, Sophie Turner and Joe Jonas, Drew Barrymore's writers. What else did I write down? Oh, and Britney's knife video and the house arrest or the house police visit that it prompted the police wellness check wow pretty good stuff i didn't know we were going to talk about that yeah i'm excited 
Yeah. So meet us over on the Patreon. Guys, we also have a $3 membership Patreon. If you don't want episodes, but you want to support the podcast, support what we do, because we think it's very important to support the things you love. It's a $3 membership. What is that a year? 36 bucks? That's nothing. Come on, guys. Is that right? 12, 20? Yeah. Guys, you got 36 bucks a year. You got 36 bucks. Help us out. Keep the podcast going. We have a YouTube page where we put all our videos. Sid and I are on Instagram at Know About the Arc and at Sid Steinbow. Thank you, guys. We love you. Love you, sleepyheads. Good night. <laughs> Good night.